This is the Olive Wellness Podcast, brought to you by the Olive Wellness Institute. Welcome to Episode 10 of Olive Wellness Podcast. I'm Sarah Gray. An increasing number of people are developing type 2 diabetes as a result of lifestyle and dietary choices. Recent research points to the benefits of consuming extra virgin olive oil with a Mediterranean diet for those with diabetes. Nutrition scientist and dietitian Dr Joanna McMillan explains how properties like low GI in extra virgin olive oil help combat diabetes and promote other health benefits. Heather Dawson asks Joanna, what are some of the dietary and lifestyle recommendations for those living with or at risk of diabetes? Well, I think the first thing to point out is that there is a genetic predisposition. So we're not all at equal risk of developing this condition. And I think it's really important to take the measure of blame out because I find when we talk about issues that are conditions or diseases that are related to lifestyle, it's very easy to start thinking that this is about self-blame and it's all your fault. So I think let's take that out of the equation and recognise all of us are susceptible to different kinds of conditions that will happen to us if we're put in an environment and, and we follow a particular diet and lifestyle that dramatically increases our risk. So what we know about type 2 diabetes in particular is that there is a strong lifestyle related impact here. So following an unhealthy diet where you've got far too many refined carbohydrates in there that you're eating too much overall, which leads to you gaining weight, makes your body less sensitive to insulin, which is the hormone that controls our blood glucose levels. And these things then set you up to be at a high risk of developing the condition. The other thing that we know is it's also about lifestyles. So being sedentary, which by nature of our modern jobs, many of us literally have our days where we might have to, I know what happens to me, where I think, oh my goodness, how many hours have I spent sitting at my desk today trying to meet that deadline? And I realise, oh my goodness, I've just spent eight hours sitting at my desk. And that's a common scenario. It can be really hard for us. We live in what the experts call an obesogenic environment, which just means our environment makes it really hard for us to get enough activity. We're surrounded by really energy dense, easy to eat, affordable food that just makes it easy to get those things wrong. So the key things that I'll point out are, yes, it's about following a healthy diet to reduce your risk, being active, getting regular exercise. It doesn't mean you have to be a gym bunny. It just means we need to move more often. But you also need to get enough sleep and to manage your stress. You know, there are other aspects of our lifestyle that also impact on the condition. Well, Joe, you were referring to it more or less just now, but there's a whole new language that's built around diabetes now, isn't there? So what's what's yeah. going on? There is. And I think that's part of, you know, this is the fastest growing chronic disease in Australia. So we have to recognise, well, almost all of us are at risk. And it's a recognition also of the fact that this is hooked up into a whole load of things that we are now at risk of because we're living longer and because our way of eating and our way of living is very, very different. So the language is about trying to motivate. So people who are diabetes educators, dietitians working in this area, and of course, the medical team who work for people with diabetes, the language is really about trying to motivate motivate to work together towards both reducing risk but also managing the condition for those who have already had a diagnosis so that we can get the best possible outcomes and we need to move away from this sort of pointing the finger of blame at well you just need to lose weight or you just need to go and do that and that's really what it's about. The other thing that I'll say there is is about understanding the difference between the different types of diabetes. I know that people with type 1 diabetes get very frustrated when people think it's to do with lifestyle where 
years, that's an autoimmune condition. So we've got type 1 diabetes that's autoimmune, often diagnosed in childhood, but actually can be diagnosed in adults and frequently is. We've got type 2 diabetes that does have this much stronger kind of diet and lifestyle influence. And we've got gestational diabetes, which develops during pregnancy. Because when you're pregnant, you're already in a state of insulin resistance, which is really part of being pregnant. So it then puts people more at risk of slipping into developing diabetes. So we have to understand that there's these different forms. Okay, well, we'll talk about olive oil and olive products and how they may be able to help people in these situations. Dietary, first of all, though, broadly speaking, what kind of diets are we talking about? Fresh food, fresh fruit, vegetables? Absolutely. Yes. So so essentially a whole food diet. You know, if we think at, I mean, I've dedicated my career to trying to understand nutrition research and the area of what we now call lifestyle medicine. And lifestyle medicine is about what can we change, both from a government perspective, but from us each personally, to reduce our risk of things like type 2 diabetes. So essentially what I talk about is being the foundation of a healthy diet is whole foods. So eating lots of plant food, make sure it's plant food rich. That doesn't mean you can't have animal foods. Of course, you can. that's your choice, whether you want to also add in animal foods. And from a nutritional perspective, that can certainly help you to meet your nutrient requirements. And it's about minimizing the ultra-processed foods that have snuck into the human diet, particularly in the last 20 years, but certainly up to sort of the last 50 years. It's eliminating or really cutting back on those things and concentrating on getting a whole food diet. Now, one of the dietary patterns that, of course, brings in our extra virgin olive oil is the Mediterranean diet. And the Mediterranean diet is a great example. It's not the only healthy diet worldwide, but it's one of the standouts as a way of eating that reduces our risk of several of these chronic conditions, including type 2 diabetes. So what is it about olive oil? Well, I'm going to make a very clear definition between olive oil and extra virgin olive oil. So if you want all of the health benefits, make sure that you're buying extra virgin olive oil. And if you buy Australian, almost all of our oil produced is extra virgin and you want it to be fresh. It's not like wine. It doesn't get better with age. You want to have your extra virgin olive oil fresh. So what is it about it? Well, it's the type of fat. So it's rich in oleic acid, which is a monounsaturated fat. And we know that that's got heart health benefits for us. As a monounsaturated fat, it's also very stable, so it's not prone to oxidation in the way that polyunsaturated fats are. So it's quite a stable fat, both during cooking and just in our own bodies and in our food. So it's a very stable fat that's very resistant to oxidation. And then what is absolutely fascinating and what's particular about extra virgin olive oil compared to any other oil that you can buy on the supermarket shelves is that it has a vast array of what we call polyphenols or bioactive phytochemicals. Phyto just means plant. So these are things like squalene that we've shown seems to head to the skin and may be involved in the protection of the skin from skin cancer. We've got oleocanthal, which actually has a strong anti-inflammatory effect. It acts in the same pathways as ibuprofen does. So in fact, it has that sort of anti-inflammatory effect. And we know that that sort of chronic inflammation going on in the body is at the root of so many different disorders that develop over time. So we've got these chemicals that are antioxidants. We've got polyphenols in there that have a very beneficial effect on the gut microbiome. And that might be part of the mechanism by which they give us health. We've got antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects from these that seem to benefit the heart and the rest of the body. So we know from the research now that we've got good evidence about extra virgin olive oil affecting brain health, affecting heart health, affecting actually the whole cardiovascular system and, of course, just our overall health. So it really has top-to-toe benefits. 
up until this point, do you think the message has actually been spread sufficiently to the public about the difference between extra virgin olive oil and other olive oils on the market or just oils? No, I think it's been confused because, well, we've got a double whammy of confusion, really. We've come through the kind of low fat era where people were taught to cut their fat at all costs. And we suddenly our supermarkets were filled with a plethora of things that said 99% fat free, 95% fat free, fat free, and that we were encouraged to buy these products. And of course, that led us down a rabbit warren of actually we ended up with a whole load of highly refined carbohydrate-rich foods, which was not the essence of what was intended with that advice. And unfortunately, what happened with that era was we threw out the good fats with the bad. So things like extra virgin olive oil, nuts and avocado were are foods that have such a strong body of evidence behind them, yet people still, I think, are a little scared. Oh my goodness, am I going to gain weight or is this going to be bad for me if I have these foods? Then when it comes to comparing with all sorts of other oils, we've got the confusion that is still out there at the moment where there's been such an emphasis on simply the type of fat So the emphasis, even using our Health Star rating system at the moment, is all been about reducing saturated fat and getting more unsaturated fats. And if you only assess oils with that criteria, then you don't see what the benefit of extra virgin is over any other of these other oils, because there's a whole range of low saturated fat, high unsaturated fat oils on the market. But what we need to, when we look at oils, we have to look at the level of refining, whether there's any trans fats, how they perform under pressure. And remember, refining involves, can involve any number of high heat, high pressure, chemicals involved, filtration, or all of the above to create the particular oil. And most of those oils are new in the human diet. You know, we didn't have them more than 100 years ago. I always question, how can we possibly need those in our diet? How can they possibly be good for us if we didn't have them? Whereas extra virgin olive oil is truly just the juice of fresh olives. And it's been in the human diet for thousands of years. So they're very, very different entities. And that's, I think, what's a really important point that you're right, has not got across to the public very clearly. Or not yet, anyway. Or not yet. (laughs) Well, back to diabetes and type 2 diabetes. There's been quite a bit of research then, hasn't there, into the benefits of extra virgin olive oil Mm. with those at risk of or with diabetes too? Absolutely. And so we've got very good evidence now to suggest that, and it's important, I think, to put it in the context, there are undoubtedly effects that are coming directly from extra virgin olive oil. But the best effects we see are where extra virgin olive oil is in the context of a Mediterranean style pattern of eating. So it doesn't mean you have to eat Mediterranean recipes and their style of cooking. It can actually be applied to all sorts of different ways of eating. But the key principles are lots of plant food, especially lots of veggies, fresh fruit rather than fruit juice, seafood and poultry rather than red meat, smaller amounts of red meats and processed meats. And when we put together that kind of whole pattern of eating and extra virgin olive oil is the central fat for cooking, for dressing salads, that means you eat more vegetables, you get more of these other things in there. We do have some avocado, nuts and seeds, we eat more legumes. It's that whole style of eating that actually now we've got good evidence to say that reduces both your risk of developing type 2 diabetes, but also it helps you to manage your condition so that it helps you to achieve optimal blood glucose levels, It helps you to get your lipid profile in such a way that reduces your risk of cardiovascular disease. It actually helps to improve your long-term brain health as well. It even helps you to control your weight when you eat in that particular way. And all of those things will help you both in terms of reducing risk and in managing type 2 diabetes. What about type 1 diabetes? People who have type 1 diabetes, that's an autoimmune condition, but they will also benefit from extra virgin olive oil and a Mediterranean-style diet. Extra virgin olive oil, even 
on its own, added into meals, has been shown to help to blunt the blood glucose response after the meal and to help your body to produce insulin and deal with that glucose effectively. So extra virgin olive oil and the added benefits of having that as part of a Mediterranean diet can certainly help you to manage the condition and to lower the risk of the kinds of things that can happen when blood glucose levels go awry and we don't manage to keep them within the optimal range. Okay, and finally, Joe, you mentioned earlier gestational diabetes. Mm. What about extra virgin olive oil and mums to be? What we know about gestational diabetes is another of my, I mean, my own PhD research was in the area of glycemic index. So it's really interesting to pull those two worlds together. In the last few years, we've had a few studies looking specifically at extra virgin olive oil and gestational diabetes. And if we add that to the information we've got about low GI, because of course, the Mediterranean diet is also low GI, which is very important for people with diabetes. Then we've got some pretty compelling evidence there to show us that extra virgin olive oil, one, reduces the risk of developing gestational diabetes, and it helps to reduce and blunt those blood glucose responses after meals. And you combine that by making sure that the carbohydrate foods in the meal are low GI, your extra virgin olive oil actually slows down the digestion of those carbohydrates and you get this kind of win-win effect of the types of food. For women planning a pregnancy and for those who are already pregnant, a Mediterranean diet and using extra virgin olive oil as your principal fat is a really good idea. Maybe we should all go and live in the Mediterranean. (laughs) Oh, I think we can. You know, I think that's one of the nice things about the Mediterranean diet is that we can do it quite easily here. And of course, we have a diversity of cultures. But actually, I find that it's a very easy dietary pattern. If we think of it more as a dietary pattern rather than having to be as the Mediterranean would live, it's pretty easy for most Australians to do. And it's delicious. And that always helps. Joanna McMillan. And that ends episode 10 of Olive Wellness Podcast. To learn more about the nutrition, health and wellness benefits of olives and olive products, please visit the Olive Wellness Institute website at olivewellnessinstitute.org. Until next time, I'm Sarah Gray. Thanks for listening. Listener.